BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Car Pro Show is on the air with Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Jerry's a former two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, and he always gives you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Kevin McCarthy is Jerry's trusty sidekick, and he's in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. He's not one of the minions. He's shorter. So fasten your seatbelt, adjust your mirror, and enjoy the Car Pro Show. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Car Pro Show, and I'm the Car Pro, Jerry Reynolds. I'm here to make sure you do the right thing when it comes to uh, making car decisions. If you're thinking about doing something, then we need to talk, and I need you to tell me what you're thinking about doing, and then I'll tell you if I agree or disagree or whatever, and then you can make make up your own mind. Uh, but I, many times I throw out something different than what somebody's thinking, <clears throat> and especially with the market as rapidly changing as it is, and it is changing. Um, <clears throat> the dealers are getting more cars right now, and some are better than others. Toyota uh, is is getting more cars. Uh, Honda's still short in supply, and so is Subaru. But for four weeks in a row, I've seen auction prices on used cars go down. And I don't expect that to stop. First week or two, I thought maybe it's a fluke. Maybe the dealers are just stocked up in cars and don't need them. But the fact is the market's shifting. And I've told you for months and months and months that was going to happen. Um, and it's here. And I think that's going to continue. So if you got a trade-in, uh, it's still got great value, still more value than it had over a year ago by far. But you're going to be, it's going to, it's dropping. It's not going to be as good uh, from this point on as it has been, uh, especially this summer. Oh boy, used car prices were just through the roof. Kind of a special day for us. Uh, we've got our annual tribute to the heroes of 9 11 coming up at 35 minutes after this hour. So here in about, you know, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes or so. <clears throat> and it's uh, it's pretty moving. I I I don't want America to ever forget what happened, and I know some people would like to forget what happened, but I, I just think it's important that we that we keep that memory in our mind. And so at uh, thirty five after, we will remind you of the events of that day, and then it ends up with a. With me teaching my nephew, Connor, who was three at the time, the Pledge of Allegiance 
and it's set to music by Lee Greenwood. It's, it's, it's everybody loves it. I mean, they just compliment me on that, and we worked hard on that. It was uh, twenty years ago. We did this on the very first anniversary of nine eleven. <clears throat> the guy that narrates it is Kevin McCarthy, and he is in studio with me. Yes, and I th- I'm really glad that we wrote that you re- that you wrote that, and we recorded it way back when when we did. I mean, I'm I'm proud that we play it every year. Yeah, me too. You know, um, 20, it, 21 year olds weren't even alive when that happened. Isn't that oh, that's crazy to, to think that's, about. That's crazy. That's just crazy to think about. Um, wanted to ask you about this uh, uh, article in the newsletter this week about auto thefts continuing to skyrocket. Yeah. Now I I know about the TikTok thing where they're showing people how easy it is to hotwire some of the older Kias and Hyundais. Um, but what else is going on? What's what's going on with well, that? Well, the, the thieves are getting smarter and smarter, and, and although cars are more uh, you know, theft-proof today than they've ever been before, they still find ways to do it. Cloning your... Uh, key remote is is one that uh, is is kind of rampant, and, and the thing the problem is they learn which cars this could easily be done to, and those are those are the ones that are on their hot list, um, you know, and sometimes it's it's older cars for parts, you know, especially older Hondas and things where uh, the parts are much in supply and. You know the older cars; they're easy, easier to get across the border. So it's just a just a combination of things. I mean, you know, it would seem only fair if the thieves were had any honor at all. They'd just take your catalytic converter and leave you the car. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think that's part of the criteria. I think the union probably stops that. <laughs> <clears throat> the phone number, if you want to pick my brain, is eight hundred nine two six. 7777-800-926-7777. Call now. The lines will fill fast. Let's talk to Jeff, and he's in Baytown, Texas, in the Houston area. Jeff, good morning. Uh, yes, sir. Good morning. Okay, question is, my daughter's in the market for a small SUV, and she's kind of looking at Kia Sportage a Toyota RAV4, or the Mazda CX-5. So what do you think of the vehicles in which might she do best with? How long is she likely to keep this thing? Ten years. Okay. Um, I, I think the RAV4 will go further with fewer problems than the other two will. Uh, the Kia, of course, comes with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. But the odds are really good you'll never use it because they're just making great vehicles, you know. Uh, <clears throat> my favorite to drive is the Mazda CX-5. And I think it's just a great SUV. Mazdas are unique in that they have got more of a luxury interior than the other two do. And they, they've just got a different feel, a different ride and drive than anything else out there. And that's just, that's what Mazda does. So I think dollar for dollar, let me ask you this. How big a hurry is she in? 
she's not in a hurry, but we would like to do it, to, you know, by year's end. Okay. You can, you could, you can, you'll have to, you'll probably have to get on a waiting list for any of those. I think uh, the, the RAV4 is going to be the hardest to get, but uh, my dealer there, Fred Has Toyota World, is the biggest Toyota dealer in Texas, so they get a bigger allocation. Uh, and Nate Murphy, the general manager, loves my listeners, and he'll prioritize her if she decides to go that way. I personally would narrow it down to the RAV4 and the CX-5 and and let her drive both and see which one she likes the most. Um, the Mazda, I think, is almost as good as the Toyota. Uh, not quite. The RAV4 is just, man, it's just a workhorse. It just They just go forever, and they hold their value well. I've got Jeff Haas, uh, Jeff Haas Mazda at my website, and I've got uh, Fred Haas Toyota World, and my contacts are there. Uh, just go to carpro.com and click on Find Your Car Pro Dealer. Our number here is 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. Think of how much you'd pay for advice from an expert before you buy a car. Well, it's free at the Car Pro Show, 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show, Kevin McCarthy and Jerry Reynolds. And just to get it out of the way now, Jerry's video did beat my video, although it was respectable difference. But, you know, that fake Tesla rolling over and catching fire, blowing up thing. Yeah. It was so obvious watching it the first time. The noise that happened when the first bunch of flames shot up, it's like, that's a big fireworks thing. That's not a car blowing up. Yeah. You would think uh you would think they took a lesson from NBC some years yeah. ago who who rigged the same thing. Um I forget what dateline I think it was. Yeah, it was dateline and what car it was, but this this was terrible. I mean oh, it's yeah. like anybody could look at it and go, That's fake. Yeah. But Which is probably why they admitted it, you know. Uh of course the videos we're talking about are in our free weekly newsletter, and you can subscribe from carpro.com. Go down to the bottom of the page, put your email address in there. You'll get a confirmation, and then as soon as you confirm, you'll get yesterday's in your inbox immediately. Huh? Just in minutes. Yeah, yeah, almost immediately. Let's talk to Fred in California. Fred, welcome. What can I do for you? Hi, Jerry. Love your show. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. On your recommendation, I switched from General Motors to Ford, and I ordered a uh, F-150 Lariat from Rachel up at Elk Grove. Yeah. Okay, well, I finally got an email from Ford that it was going to be built the the second week in August. Then I got an email that said, whoops, we're sorry, we don't know when it's going to be built. Then about a week later, I got an email... My truck is built. Now they're saying it's going to take three weeks to ship it here. Why is it? Why was that take so long? Well, it's a it's a trucker shortage. Uh, as if we didn't have enough uh, 
parts shortages and supply chain issues, there's a trucker shortage too. Uh, very close to me here in Dallas, there is a uh, rail yard where all the Fords that are sent to Texas and Oklahoma all come in at one place and then they're trucked out. <clears throat> there's There's been people's Fords sitting there for over a month now. And, oh, you know, they just can't truck them fast enough. And so that's a problem. And I hate to tell you this because I know it's not what you want to hear, but if you get it in three weeks, you're doing really well. Well, they just said the end of the month. They really wouldn't put a date down. Yeah, they won't. They won't. And the, the system is not real good. And let me tell you, it was that way when I was a Ford dealer and when I was the Ford National Dealer Council Chairman. And we're going back now to 2000, 2001. Uh, and, yeah. and at that time, the shortage was rail cars. There wasn't enough rail cars. And, and I, you know, they would, they would lose complete rail cars of vehicles. And those things hold, you know, between 30 and 40 vehicles. And they would just, you'd call and inquire about a car. It's on the rail car, but we don't know where the rail car is. <laughs> and I, I said, wait a minute. I got a, bone to, I got, I got a bone to pick. You were saying the Ford was the quietest one on the road. Yes. Then you came along and said, no, the Ram was the quietest one on the road. So which one is it? Well, they're both really quiet. Uh, <laughs> the Ford through the years has, has absolutely been the quietest inside. Uh, the new Ram that came out, is, I'd say it's very close. Um, you know, and, and it may be slightly better. But, you know, you get to that level of quietness where if you can't hear anything outside, you know, how do you, how do you gauge it? Uh, but I'll promise you, you will notice that it's quiet, uh, and, and the ride, okay. the ride is really good. So I hope that, uh, <clears throat> I hope that maybe Rachel can, um, can, can pull some strings and get it for you a little bit quicker. Cause I know you're anxious for it and I know you're going to love it. Um, so yeah. keep her in the loop. Yeah. Oh yeah. Driving, you know, 50 miles up there to pick it up. So, well, I, I think. Think you'll be real pleased with that. So I understand uh, weather's cooled off a little bit in Sacramento. Yeah, it's going down from 110, I guess, down to 100. <laughs> well, at least that's the right direction. I appreciate the phone call, Fred. Thank you so much. Yeah, the, I mean this 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 poor auto industry. I mean, for two years, it's been one thing or after another. COVID and then. Uh, car shortages and parts shortages and uh, the microchips. I mean, it's just been, it's just been terrible. And hopefully, we're coming to the end of it because I am seeing more and more new cars coming into our dealers right now, and that's uh, that's that is welcome news for everybody. That'll drive prices down. Hmm, six cylinder or four cylinder with a turbo. Let Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, help you decide. Call the Car Pro Show, 1-800-926-7777. And don't forget, in about eight minutes, we'll have our annual tribute to 9-11, and I hope you'll all 
enjoy it uh, as much as we do. There'll be a link in next week's newsletter if you want to share it. It was in yesterday's newsletter as well if you want to share it. Levada in Humble, Texas. Levada, welcome. Hi, Derry. Uh, hi, guys. I need some advice. I'm driving a 2014 Ford Fusion. It's, I'm driving right now. It just turned 226000 Wow. I'm getting a little nervous. It's been a very good car. I'm a second owner, but I've had it for several years. And I'm and I drive quite a bit. I'm I'm older, but I pick up grandkids and run around a lot. So I'm thinking I would like a nice a kind of a pre-certified um SUV and I don't quite know what to look for. I don't need luxury. I want something Kind of budget-friendly, but something that's comfortable. So I was wondering if you could give me some kind of advice. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a lot of them that in this segment. Um, the Ford Escape is one of my favorites because it's a great SUV, and it doesn't hold its, val- its value as well as some of the others. So they tend to be bargains, even right now with the market up. Um, the RAV4 is always impossible to beat. It's just a great SUV, the Honda CRV is a really good one, the Subaru Crosstrek, uh, any of those. The Nissan Rogue has been a darn good one. Um, so there's a lot of choices out there. I would lean to the Escape because of the quietness of it. Some of these smaller SUVs, you'll pick up a lot of road noise, which kind of drives me crazy. Oh. Uh, these, yeah, now this little uh, <clears throat> this fusion is picking up quite a bit of road noise, and I'm at the point like, okay, this is a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I drive the Escape. If you will go to CarPro.com and at the top, click on Find a Car. I've got a search engine there of, and every anything that you find there is going to be one of my dealers. I give you the contact information, and you can contact them and, and take some test drives. Uh, I agree with you. It's time to trade. You're past the mileage that the Fusion will normally go. So you're kind of on borrowed time. Levada, I appreciate the call very much. You could be losing money at the end of your lease and not even know it. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, will clue you in. Call the car pro show at 1 800 926 7777. Welcome to a special edition of the CarPro USA radio show. As we recount moments from the morning of September 11th, 2001, here's Kevin McCarthy. It was a beautiful morning in New York City on the 11th day of September, 2001. Just before 8 o'clock Central Time, American Airlines Flight 11 departed Boston on route to Los Angeles. We would later learn that five hijackers were aboard the Boeing 767. At 8.14, United Airlines Flight 175 also departed Boston, bound for L.A., and this flight also had five hijackers on board. Five minutes later, at 8.19, a flight attendant on Flight 11 made a phone call saying the cockpit wasn't answering and that she thought the flight had been hijacked. At 8.20 a.m., American Flight 77 departed from Washington Dulles Airport with 58 passengers, five of which were hijackers. It was also bound for Los Angeles. All three planes were carrying full tanks of fuel for the long cross-country journey. 
At 8.24 the first flight, American 11 turned off its transponders, made a 100-degree turn toward New York City, and Mohammed Atta declared to flight control, we have some planes, just be quiet and you'll be okay. Atta thought he was speaking to the passengers, but mistakenly was speaking with air traffic control. As officials pondered the best course of action, it was at 8.34 Central Time that two F-15s prepared for flight. They were airborne within minutes, but because the transponders were off, they could not be sure where the hijacked plane was located. And then the unthinkable happened. It was 8.46 and 40 seconds when Flight 11 crashed into the North World Trade Center Tower at 490 miles an hour between floors 93 and 99, sparking a massive explosion and devastation. In less than three minutes, CNN reported a World Trade Center disaster, although it was unclear what exactly had happened. Hundreds were trapped above the crash floors by a massive fire. A firefighter is killed on the ground by a frantic victim who jumped from one of the top floors to the ground from the North Tower. At 8.50, American Flight 77 was hijacked. Both pilots were killed. A flight attendant was stabbed. At 8.55, President George Bush was notified at a school in Florida, but it was thought the crash was caused by a small aircraft. At 8.58, Flight 175 changed its heading toward New York City. Air traffic control reported it couldn't locate this flight and asked for help to find it. Within four minutes, Flight 175 crashes into the South Tower at almost 600 miles an hour on about the 80th floor. Since the first crash had already taken over the airwaves, America witnessed the second crash on live TV. In the minutes to follow, the military scrambled all resources to get fighter planes into the air. All New York City airports are closed. And at 9.25 a.m. Central, the Associated Press reported for the first time that what had happened appeared to be an act of terrorism. It was then that the sobering truth hit all Americans. Our age of innocence had passed. We had been attacked on our own soil. At 9.28, United Flight 93 was taken over by the hijackers. This event was heard by flight controllers at the Cleveland Air Traffic Control Center. It was at this moment that President Bush declared, we've had a national tragedy. At 9.35, Flight 77 turned toward Washington, D.C., and two minutes later crashed into the Pentagon killing 125 people in the building. The White House and the Capitol are evacuated, and for the first time in U.S. history, all flights all across the country were grounded. By this time, the people on the fourth and final hijacked plane, United Flight 93, knew about the events of the day. Shortly after one man shouted, let's roll, some of the men began storming the cockpit to try to avert another tragedy. Moments later, the final hijacked plane, believed to be targeting the White House, crashed instead into a field in Somerset County, Pennsylvania. A stunned America watched and waited for what was going to happen next. And while we watched both World Trade Centers fall, a nation wept and was changed forever.
In honor of the 2,605 people who innocently died, the 343 firefighters and 60 police officers who died in the World Trade Centers, the 212 lives lost on American's Flight 11 and 77, and United Flight 175. And for the over 4,500 young men and women who have made the ultimate sacrifice in Iraq and Afghanistan, please reflect for a few moments as we listen to the Pledge of Allegiance with my nephew, Connor Ellis, myself, and Mr. Lee Greenwood. This is Jerry Reynolds, and with me today is my nephew, Connor Ellis, who's three years old. Say hi to everybody, Connor. Hi, everybody. Good job, buddy. You ready to learn the Pledge of Allegiance? Yes. Okay, let's get started. Say everything I say, okay? Okay. I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. I pledge allegiance. To the flag. Of the United States. The United States. Of America. Of America. Good job, buddy. To the Republic. To the Republic. For which it stands. Now here's the most important part. One nation. One nation. Under God. Under God. Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. The liberty of justice all. The Pledge of Allegiance to the flag is a pledge to the ideals of our forefathers. To the flag. The men who fought and died in the building of this great nation. The United States. It's a pledge to fulfill our duties and obligations as citizens of the United States to uphold the principles of our Constitution. And last but not least, it's a pledge to maintain the four great freedoms cherished by all Americans. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom from want, and freedom from fear. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States Stands one under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's exactly right. Thank you, Connor. Okay. And just so you know, that little voice that you hear is now 23 years old and a second-year law student in Oklahoma. And a little automotive sidebar about that. When the country had just basically shut down immediately after the attacks and for the next few weeks, Bush talked to the automakers, and that was the beginning of 0% financing yep. to get the company, uh, the country moving again. And did it ever work? Boy, I'll tell you why. <clears throat> as soon as that came about, uh, we went into the busiest time I've ever seen in the car business. The Before. lights went on oh, all over the country as no a result doubt. of that. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it's going to be in this week's newsletter. Learn the difference between a nice used car and a certified pre-owned car. Call the car pro Jerry Reynolds now at 
You know, Jerry, you'd never know what kind of collectible people are going to go <laughs> crazy over. This week in the newsletter, there's a story about a gasoline sign for a gas station in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, called Musco. You've never heard of it because nope. it only lasted for six months <laughs> and went out of business. And this sign had never been used. It was still in pristine condition from way back when. Yeah. And somebody paid a million and a half dollars for a gasoline sign that no one has ever seen. I know I'm going through my garage. <laughs> Just I bet case. you've got some stuff. Probably. Robert in Los Angeles. Robert, welcome. How can I help you? Oh, thank you so much, Jerry, for taking my call. You bet. Um, I, I, I got into a business. The side business was pickup delivery about uh, January. And I started looking and talking to people about vans. Uh, you know, a smaller van. I drive a little Honda uh, Kia Sorento, which I've been using. But I'm getting to the point where, and this was going to happen, that it is too small. I'm yeah. making a few more trips than I want to. And people told me, start looking at the Nissans. Uh, and I did and found out they were discontinued. Yeah, they were. You know, a year too late. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because I hear they're a really great little van. So in, in looking around, I, I was hoping for a hybrid, and it seems that everybody's getting, going gas or electric. Yep. Um, and they're still hard to find and very expensive um, uh, compared. But uh, what, what was the skip over hybrids? Is it, is it you know, where, where, do I, where do I go? You know, well, something uh, a little bigger than... A Sorrento and not a massive delivery van like FedEx has, who's taken what seems to be all the vans off the market. I got one for him, Jerry. Okay. Kia Soul? Uh, not enough cargo room? Probably not. Um, I mean, the Ford... No, it'd be more, more the size like of a, uh, yeah, either like a Ford Transit, yeah. you know, something something a little bigger. I'll tell you, Robert, I have helped a ton of people uh, get into Ford Transits and actually Transit Connect, which is the smaller one, and they just love them. And I'm talking about businesses. I'm not talking about individuals. And they just, I mean, they tell me they can't hardly wear them out. Uh, they're that good. Now, I'm not aware of a hybrid version of the Transit Connect. I do think it comes in a diesel, uh, but you know, with diesel prices the way they are and likely to stay that way, I'm not sure that would ever pay for itself. I'd go with the regular four-cylinder turbo. Uh, and you might find a used one. So what's happening, and it's been happening for well over a year now, <clears throat> Ford is using their microchips for pickups and SUVs. And they're, they're just not building Transit Connects. So... You know, the odds of finding a new one, or if you ordered one, it could take six, six eight months to get one. Uh, so for that reason, I'd look at a used one, and, and they're out there. Um, and they don't hold the value all that well, to be honest with you. Now, they're probably up right now because the overall market is up. But that's the way I would go. And then once they get plentiful again, and there's some rebates and discounting going on, 
then maybe trade the one that you buy now in on a new one down the road. But, you know, I know I know you want to spend as little as you can because it's a company vehicle, but I, I wouldn't hesitate to go with the Transit Connect. I've just had a gazillion good reports on it. I've got two good Ford dealers at my website, carpro.com, and click on Find Your Car Pro Dealer. And check with them first. There's also a search engine there. You can um, you can put in you can uh, you can hit find a car and see if by chance one shows up there. Um, that's the way I'd go, pal. There are a lot of good midsize SUVs. Find out which one is right for you by calling Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, at one 7777 So, checking around on our website in the Houston area, car pro specialist Ruben Mendoza at West Point Lincoln in Sugarland got himself another five-star rating this week. After our listener there sent his information to Ruben through our website under the Find Your Car Pro tab, Ruben called him back just a little while later. They set up an appointment to look at cars. He and his wife test drove a Lincoln Aviator. His wife really loved it. Oh, so did I. It was the color she wanted, so they made a deal to buy it right then. Wow. They didn't have their trade-in with them, but Ruben gave them a price that he said he'd honor unless there was something unusually wrong with it. Um, They went back the next day, brought their trade-in. Ruben said, looks good to me. (laughs) Gave them the price, did the paperwork. Then he spent an hour showing his wife all the ins and outs of the cars, the, the cars, little things, you know, about, okay, if you want to do this, here's this little button right here, and here's your well, it take phone a solid up. hour, I'll tell you, with yeah. that vehicle. It's it, got so many buttons. They said all in all, it was a terrific experience. Uh, obviously, this is the wife's car, and uh, mama's happy. So and that's all that matters. Listeners happy, and Ruben gets another five star rating at West Point Lincoln in Sugarland, Texas. Yes, and they have certainly been uh, terrific to our listeners. And there's two West Point locations in Houston, both of them at CarPro.com under Find Your Car Pro Dealer. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Ruben. That was that's great. And boy, I've had the Aviator I think twice. I know uh, you loved it. and loved it both times. This week, I've had the 2023 Cadillac Escalade V, 682 horses, and it's a beast. I did a review with it, so that'll be in next week's free weekly newsletter, and you can subscribe to it at carpro.com. Find out when that 100,000-mile mark matters. And when it doesn't matter, call the car pro Jerry Reynolds now at 1-800-926-7777. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.